Okay, I'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is my life in a book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And my life in a book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me. And I'm on the verge of a menti bee and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, oh, got it for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y-M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com. And use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast, and today's episode is going to be all of my favorite things. I have been on YouTube for, I don't know, 12, 13 years, maybe almost, I think 14, and a series that I've had on and off over the course of the last several years is a WEIRD series, and WEIRD is an acronym that stands for what I've been wearing, eating, impressed by, reading, downloading, and doing, and I have so many things that I've been loving and so many habits and go-tos and preferences that I haven't shared that I want to. I mean, like anyone in my personal life would know them, but I want you guys to know them too because I think they're fabulous recommendations. So I started writing down what I've been wearing, what I've been eating, etc. And then I realized there's so many more outside of that little acronym that I want to talk about. And some of them are incredibly basic and some of them are very specific and I have come up with a list as well as gone on Instagram and asked you guys what Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. 
So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. You want to know? So let's begin with the weird acronym. We're going to begin with what I've been wearing. And I have downsized my closet recently because I first had to downsize it because I was moving and I didn't want to bring anything that I didn't really love. And then maybe a month ago, I sat down with one of my best friends and just went drawer by drawer, category by category, trying stuff on and her just giving me the yes or no, which was really amazing because I realized there were plenty of things that I was keeping just for the sake of keeping them. Like I I didn't love them. I was on the fence about them because I know all the things I love. And then there was the secondary category of like, there's nothing inherently wrong about this. Like it's not ripped, it's not damaged, it's not stained. It's relatively new. It was somewhat expensive, whatever that reasoning was. And it was nice to have someone just say, no, it doesn't look the best on you or like not your color, whatever. And then it goes into a donation pile. So I've downsized and a lot of what I've been wearing are things that I really, really, really love. And the first thing coming to mind is this top that I discussed in more than one episode before this. It's white, it's linen, it has puffy long sleeves, it has a Peter Pan style collar. It's actually a mini dress. I don't know if it's a long sleeve shirt or a mini dress, but thankfully it's long enough that I can wear it as a dress and I look like a storybook character. I really do and it makes me feel so adorable and pretty in such like an unassuming way and it's baggy and billowy but really feminine at the same time. It kind of looks like a um, an old nightgown to be honest and I also have a maxi white linen dress that I have been wearing quite a lot and I really wanted to get a pair of linen pants. I love an all white outfit. I realized for much of my young adulthood, I would just go to a quick all black outfit because it was chic and it was easy and it looked good. But it's taken me years to realize that I actually don't feel myself in black. I don't really love an all black look. I like it, but I don't love it. And one of my favorite things to wear is an all white look. And my other favorite thing to wear are really bright colors. I love, as of recently, a teal and aqua, which I actually hated that color for quite some time. I wore this hot pink flowy skirt that was patterned sort of like a paisley. It sounds uglier than it is. With this low V wrap style velvet top that was teal and some little green kitten heels on a red carpet and I felt so myself if I wore a chic little black dress I probably would have maybe by wide popular standards would have looked better but I felt so much more myself and in a way probably glowed more because I felt my own personal energy and I've been trying to make sure that when I get dressed in the morning that I'm putting on something that makes me feel myself because this is one thing I feel about trendy clothes and I've looked back at this for a lot of my life where anytime something was incredibly popular to the mainstream, I would stray away from it at a young age and I at first I thought it was just because I had an ego, you know, like, oh, everyone loves Justin Bieber. I can't possibly love Justin Bieber. Everyone is wearing what was something incredibly popular? Everyone is wearing Sun skinny jeans and a black North Face jacket. I can't wear that. Suddenly my Ugg boots I didn't love anymore because everyone was wearing them. 
And I think it's because when everyone is wearing something, it's hard to know if it actually is something that even you as a person identify with or if you're just wearing it because it's what is being shown to us. And I feel like I've gotten rid of a lot of the clothes that I bought simply because other people were wearing them. Because thinking of a, a full trendy outfit, this is why it's hard, I feel, to go shopping at new stores and wear a full fit like top bottom shoes accessories all from new stores because you don't look seasoned you know what i mean so going back to this red carpet look which we'll talk about why the hell i was even on the red carpet to begin with because i it's such a little highlight that has nothing to do with my favorite things but a huge proud moment as a friend uh my top was from goodwill my skirt was from l train vintage my um, kitten heels were secondhand Prada from ThreadUp. My purse was secondhand Prada from The Real Real. And I'm trying to think of if I wore any other accessories. Not sure. But my whole outfit was secondhand and they were all from different times and it felt really fun. It felt, it was a good fit. So I've been loving wearing bright colors, loving wearing white. And some of my other favorite pieces, I got this heart necklace that I made at an event. The pieces were from Tootsie Jewelry, T-O-O-T-S-I-E Jewelry. And uh, she actually sent me another one of her heart necklaces. I've like, I don't know, I feel really grateful. So now I have two pieces of jewelry from her and I've been loving a heart necklace. Uh, kitten heels, and if I'm not wearing my kitten heels, I got these Solomons. Solomons were another pair of shoes that I feel, in LA, I'm always getting compliments on them whenever I wear them out. I, someone always points and they give me a nod or they're like, yeah, I fuck with those shoes or like, ooh, that colorway is really good because they're brown and orange, kind of like a maroon color and then they have the multicolors on the laces. If you don't know what Solomons are, quick Google search, you've probably seen them before. But I feel like in New York, they had already had their moment and it was almost a little cringy if you were still wearing them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know. Something, New Yorkers, when it comes to clothes, we're kind of snobs. If something is even like slightly on the rise and trending, before it even becomes like peak trend, we're already over. It's obsolete and embarrassing and cringy at that point. So I hesitated on even buying them because even resale value was like 250, 300 for a lot of the ones that I liked. And then I went to this furniture sale randomly because I so desperately need bar stools. I have a kitchen bar. We don't have a kitchen table. We don't have a dining room table. So I'm oftentimes eating on my living room floor or out on my deck and I went to this furniture sale to see if they had bar stools and then there was this like rack of jackets and shoes and I saw this cool pair of Solomon so I bought them. Spent more than I wanted to on them but less than I would have if I had bought them anywhere else. So I'm wearing those. Did I say kitten heels? So those have been the things. Or bathing suit. That's been the best part about California. I can't tell you how many mornings I've woken up and I just instantly put sunscreen on my face, spray sunscreen all over my body, put on a bathing suit and get out on the deck and I will either read or lay or listen to music. It is oh so sweet. And the thing about California is it's not as sweaty as the East Coast. The West Coast is so much drier so I can handle being outside for longer. And the way that our deck goes, we got so lucky. There is a tree, which at first when we were moving in, we're like, oh, that might be kind of inconvenient. We might just be in the shade all day long. But the tree only gives shade to half the deck. And then obviously with the sun moving positions throughout the day, the side, there's always one sunny side throughout the day. And it's perfect. And it's nice to have a piece of shade that you can get under if you're, you know, in the sun for too long and getting hot and want to just be outside but not in direct sunlight. 
So I don't know, our deck is just a really amazing place. That's one of my favorite things. Having an outdoor space in your home after living in New York for five years. Well, maybe I'm lying because I've had balconies or a fire escape in all of my New York apartments, but this is by far the largest and comfiest and quietest outdoor space I've had since living in my parents' home in Virginia. And it's now becoming more and more of a necessity if I were to find another place to live. I would want a private, quiet, outdoor area. Feel fortunate to not live on a busy street. My last apartment for the past few years was on a main street, so even if I did have balcony space, there was so much traffic and sound that it wasn't peaceful. Whereas this, there's birds and there's a big tree that I was talking about, and we're on a quiet street, so I really love it. Now for why I was on the red carpet, one of my best friends, Miss Claudia Saluski, is an actress, and she is in her first movie, and we went to the premiere. So it's for a movie called I Love My Dad. It's a really funny movie. The movie is the story of a father and son, and they have a toxic relationship. And the dad is just so desperate to have a relationship with his son, but the son wants nothing to do with the dad, and the son blocks the dad on everything. So the dad gets desperate, and what does he do? He poses as a dream girl. And Claudia Slusky plays the dream girl. And who better else to play dream girl than Claude? So it's a great movie, you guys should definitely see it. It's out now, and it was fun to get to walk the carpet. Can't lie. Wow, all that from what I've been wearing. Next one, E, what I've been eating. Um, I have been eating so well all summer because I live with a chef by hobby. <laughs> Tyra loves to cook. I can cook. I was getting into a bit of a tiff with my friend because she's like, Lexi, stop saying you can't cook. You can cook. I just don't like to cook. Difference. Subtle difference, but is it a difference? Because the person who can't cook and the person who doesn't like to cook, neither of us are cooking. Doesn't matter if I can, if I'm not. Anyway, Tyra has been making the most gorgeous meals all summer and she's currently away for the month and my other bestie is living in Tyra's room. And so I just haven't been eating, you know, the lobster tails that I was used to and gorgeous pesto basil mozzarella tomato sandwiches or a nice brunch of sausage egg hash browns. I've been a little bit lazy, so I'll go to a nice little restaurant. And my favorite restaurant, my go-to, at least in the neighborhood, is All Time. It's California-style food. They've got a great menu. It changes up a little bit based on what they have in their garden. So they have this good salad, it's called the good ass salad and it's huge. And the base is always the same, but depending on what they have in their garden will depend on what like the added, you know, that the additions to the salad are, like maybe it'll be apple slices, maybe it'll be snow peas, who knows. Um, and that's so good and their ceviche is so good and their lamb ragu is so good. Their desserts are fantastic. They have orange wine there, which I love so much. So if I'm going to a restaurant, I want to go there. Uh, something that's slightly humiliating as a former coffee snob that I've been loving is Starbucks. Every day, every single day for the last 19 days, I have had a Starbucks cold brew with sweet cold foam 19 days in a row someone needs to punch me in the face and i love it that is what gets me up and out in the morning is knowing that i can have 
a Starbucks cold brew with sweet cold foam. Which, let's be honest, we have truly let whipped cream rebrand as cold foam without batting an eyelash. I thought about that this morning. That we're all like, oh, I love a cold foam. It's whipped cream. That's all it is. But it's so good. Which is so interesting because like, if I got cold brew with milk, I would get almond milk. But I know that cold foam is for sure just like heavy whipping cream or I don't know, maybe half and half. And it's so good. And then the last thing, oh God, you're gonna be so disappointed in my meals because the next thing that I've been eating is a snack. And this is my favorite bar to eat. I love myself a little bar, but a lot of the bars on the market, I'm talking like granola bar, protein bar, those type of bars, they're really bad. If they're good, they're good. And if they're bad, they're bad. My favorite is a Go Macro bar. And not just any flavor. There's only one flavor that I want to eat. And that is the dark chocolate peanut butter chip Go Macro bar. I just got back from the grocery store and I bought 12 of them. I love having them on hand. They are so tasty. If they're a little bit warm, like if they are, um, I don't know, sitting out by a window or you've kept it in your bag all day or maybe you left it in your car and it's a little soft and the peanut butter chips begin to melt a little bit. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So that's what I've been eating. Now, the next letter is I and that stands for what I've been impressed by. And for the life of me, I was running circles pacing throughout my apartment before sitting down to try to figure out what I was impressed by. Because earlier this week, I made a mental note. I was like, ooh, if I ever do a weird video, that's what I'm impressed by. And I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I've looked at all context clues I could possibly give for myself. Like, I, I have no clue. Um, maybe I'll look in my nightstand drawer. What's in my nightstand is scary, honestly. That's a really revealing, um and I wish I didn't just look in there um what I've been impressed by can we just skip I won't tell if you won't and I'm sure at some point when I get to the Q&A and we're discussing other favorites something that I've been impressed by will pop up yeah okay we'll do that next thing is R. what I've been reading I'm currently reading even cowgirls get the blues and it's a Tom Robbins book Tom Robbins is such a fantastic author. He is an incredible writer. He does such a magical job at taking something so profound and making it so lighthearted and giggly. He is funny. I'm reading this book laughing while also seeing these major, huge themes and ideas about this little thing we call life. And it's that's my favorite approach. I feel similarly like i love to to scratch beyond the surface ew i don't i don't know how to say like i love deep thinking like ugh, that's so gross but you know i like to get there i like to go there and i also like to be kind of like giggly so to be able to be serious in a non-serious way has been a really fun reading journey and i'm taking my time with it it's a little bit of a slow burn because it's kind of a long book, but I'm so into it. And the premise of the story is, uh, <laughs> it's this ranch out in the Dakotas and it's a beauty ranch that women go to if they're feeling fat or ugly or they want to have a glow up after a breakup. They can just spend a month or so at this ranch learning all of these toxic beauty habits like they put them on like a 900 calorie diet and what else they do like different skin and beauty treatments but it's run by cowgirls 
and it's the story of this girl who is from Virginia. She's a Richmond, Virginia girly, and she was born with gigantic thumbs. Her thumbs are like the size of an index finger, maybe longer. I was talking about this in an episode. The first 30 pages were all about this girl's thumbs, and I was cracking up because that takes skill to be able to keep a reader's attention about literally nothing for 30 pages, but I feel you do have to be like a bit of a seasoned reader to maybe enjoy this book because it's not... It's not gripping in a traditional way. It's not gripping like your classic horny thriller that the girlies are reading on book talk. And that sounds shady. I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying if you haven't read a book in a while, maybe don't get Even Cowgirls Get the Blues by Tom Robbins. But if you're looking for something a little bit more challenging and a little silly, I would recommend. It's been, it's been a fun little pastime. D, what I've been downloading. Uh, do I have a fun fact for you? Something about me is that I love a game. I really love a game. I love a word game. I love a conversation game. I love a board game. And as of late, I like a phone game. And I randomly on like maybe an Instagram ad or something downloaded this game called Sort Puzz. And it's like a sorting puzzle. And you have these different glasses. Picture it like there's different liquids in a glass and they're all different colors and you have to sort them so that every glass has only one consistent color in it. And it's a rearranging sorting game. About a month ago I downloaded it and Tyra and I were watching this uh, series and anytime there was a boring part I would start playing the game on my phone. And after each round you get a ranking. So I was somewhere in like the thousands when I began. Uh, guys... <laughs> I was looking and I'm like, holy shit, I'm in the top 10 players. It gets crazier. For two weeks, I was the number one player of this game. I'm back in the 900s, but I was the number one first place in Sort Puzz. And that is the game that I was downloading. And that's such a stupid fact, but it also feels <laughs> like I have a sense of accomplishment. I'm like, oh, at least like I did something... <laughs> exciting like woohoo first place but it's this random ass game that no one plays it's not like oh yeah i'm the best fastest solver of the new york times crossword no i bet i don't even think that probably one of you have played sort puzz who has played sort puzz after this probably there's gonna be a bunch of you playing sort puzz which come on let's compete see if you can get number one it only takes like a month Unless you're really good, then maybe you can do it in like a couple weeks. But I'm gonna try to get back up there again. Like I low-key feel if I got to number one once before, why can't I do it again? So that's what I've been downloading. And then I actually spell weird in terms of this series with two Ds because I wanted to also have doing as a category. I'll probably inevitably get into and I'm sure we'll talk about that once I get to the Instagram questions. But things that I wanted to note is I've been going to Malibu weekly. And it has been something so fun. Generally, the daycation. I have been loving a day trip. I love, or an overnight trip. That's a bonus. That's even better. But I had talked about that I, I went to Ojai for the day, which was a gorgeous drive and an easy trip and really relaxing. I went to Laguna Beach for a night. We drove up in the morning and then we left the following afternoon. And then Malibu has really become one of my favorite places to go. And I drive through the canyon. And so not only is getting to go to Malibu fun, not only is being in Malibu fun, the drive to get there, 
I really enjoy and I'm actually going to go tonight one of my besties and I are going to drive probably around 6 because it's the 88 portal and we're gonna do like a sunset ocean dip and do some journaling which I'm very excited for so that's been one of my favorite things also I hike through Beechwood and go to the Hollywood Reservoir that's been my go-to hike lately and I love it because it's challenging. I get to start walking up hills through a residential neighborhood of all these gorgeous houses. You know, it's one of those uh, walks in a neighborhood that you just get to pick out your dream house. You're like, ooh, I like that one. Mm, wouldn't be for me. If I had all the money in the world, wouldn't get that one. But like, ooh, would maybe get that one. And then once you get to the top, you enter paradise. My friends and I usually go around sunset, so it's even more gorgeous than just any time of day. You know, the golden hour is, it's just so special. So that's been another thing that I like to do. That's not really a daycation, it's it's like a 10 minute drive, but so good, so good. Another thing, this is going to seem so on the nose, but I wanna elaborate on it a little bit. Hear me out, hear me out, music. <laughs> no way, you like music? I had a tendency to only listen to music when I was on a walk or driving in the car. And whenever I wanted some background noise or some sound at home, I would put on YouTube or put on a podcast or put on the TV. And I realized that TV kind of makes me depressed because whenever I think of parts of my life that I'm just really sucked in to lounging, like extensive lounging, not extensive, excessive lounging. It's always because I'm committed to a TV show and I don't like it. I, I'm i glad, you know, that I've seen series that I've seen, but I don't know. I was watching Desperate Housewives, basically began when I moved here. And there are so many seasons, there's like eight seasons and it's just so melodramatic. I really loved the first season. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was such a well done season and then as it's gone on I'm just so over it I don't care anymore and I always just end up feeling like shit about myself whenever I'm watching TV movies don't do that to me movies have a positive impact on me but TV has a negative impact however music I've been listening to so much music I I've been listening to Giveon's album when it's all said and done take time for two months straight I listen to it on repeat. I probably listen to the album once a day. And then I really got back into Lana Del Rey. I didn't become a Lana fan until 2019 when I moved in with my friend John and he listened to her music. So I didn't know any of like the old albums like Ultra Violence or uh, Lust for Life or what was her original one? Oh my God. Someone's gonna know. Someone's shouting it out in their car. They're like, it's this. What is it? What is it? It's not honeymoon. What is it? I have to look it up. We have to know. We have to know. Born to die, of course. I became a fan during Norman fucking Rockwell. Absolutely love it. And I know that a lot of us have slept on chemtrails over the country club and blue banisters, but there are some growers on that album. So I've been loving listening to her. Obviously, Beyonce came out with her new album. I've been listening to Bad Bunny's new album and then also a lot of Dominic Fike. Also listened to MGMT last night, which was such a throwback in a great way. And I love playing music. I love playing music. 
It's been so good for me. It's one of those things that has the complete opposite effect on me. When I've watched too much TV and I finally turn it off, I feel like mush. I feel like the overnight oats that you can get at the store, I feel like that. And when I listen to too much music, quote unquote too much, when I've been listening to a lot of music, I actually feel so good. I feel so alive. And going to try to incorporate that more, it's been a really positive, fun habit and pastime. Editing Lexi, I know it feels nuts, or maybe it doesn't seem nuts to you that I'm like, hey y'all, let me tell you about this little niche discovery called music, as if it's not one of the world's greatest and most popular forms of connection, entertainment, and self-expression. But you know what? I had it pretty categorized in my life, like, oh, I listen to music when I'm on a walk or when I'm in the car, but I don't often listen to it when I'm just in the house. And I'm saying that it's good for me. Okay, that's all. Um, other things that I've been into? Ooh, the mantra, let it go. Let it go. When I was in Laguna Beach, I saw two psychics. I had meetings with two different psychics, and both of them told me that I was holding on to grudges. And one of them specifically told me that I got it from my mom, that it wasn't something I got from myself, that I inherited it from her, and I need to let it go. And I've been letting it go. I've been breaking down these walls, and it's taking practice, but I'm getting there. And as someone who considers himself so open, it's, it seems ironic that I, or it is ironic, honestly, that I just have so many walls, but I'm letting them go. I'm letting things go, and I feel physically, mentally, and spiritually lighter. It's a lot harder than it sounds, but I keep repeating it in my head. Let it go. All these things that I've been holding onto from years and years ago. I have grudges from like seven, eight years ago. That's gotta go. That's got to go. And so I've let them go. Lig, let it go. Ligging, that's what it's been all about. And then this one's kind of basic, but I love their one. I do. Especially now that Tyra's been gone and I haven't been getting the luxury of being cooked for. I'll just go to the Air One hot bar and I'll get the chef special. Normally it's a fish and um, get two sides. Or I'll get some salmon and I love it. I love it. It's basic, I'm basic, let me live, so be it. That's a favorite. And then the last thing I wrote down before we'll get into your questions is this new journaling method. So I had a moment where I realized I had run out of my journals. I like to get my journals from Muji, M-U-J-I. They're all over New York and they're cheap. You can get a five pack for, I think, three or four dollars. And I would get packs. And then as soon as I was done with my journal, I would just go into my desk and grab the next blank one and go through it. And when I finished the last page of my journal this week, last week, I went into my nightstand drawer to get another one and I realized I've used them all up. So I go into my maps and I type in Muji and I see that every Muji in California has been permanently closed. What's a girl to do? Like, do you know how nice it is to be able to stack up all my journals from the past three years in, in the same size stack? Think of every time you get a new journal in there, sometimes, you know, eight by 10, or maybe they're like three by four, or it's, you know, they're all different sizes. I don't need to give you dimensions, but you stack them up and they're, they don't align well. I had the exact same size journal because they were the exact same journals and I could stack them up and it was oh so nice. Uh, thankfully, whenever I first began this podcast, I began it with a company anchor and they sent me a PR package and they sent me this notebook and it's blank paper instead of line paper. So what I've been doing is 
every single day is a spread. So the left side page is where I put my plans for the day, what my to-do list is, and I try to keep it short. I try to keep the absolute bare minimum on the to-do list so I know what my priorities are because sometimes when I give myself a 10 item to-do list, I'll do the ones that really aren't a priority and like they're not urgent. I'll do like the non-urgent ones first just to get the satisfaction of crossing things off when there's actual things I need to get done for the day. So I keep it short. And then on the right page, I will do anything. It can be a reflection for the day. It can be a little set of doodles. It could be a fun little quote, maybe one that my dad sent me because my dad sends me quotes every day. <laughs> it's so cute, guys. It's so cute. My dad deserves like a medal for making it this far in life, staying pure. I don't know how he hasn't been jaded by the world, my mom was that way too. I don't know how they made it through this life being so pure. And anyone who's met my parents, you fucking know. They're, they're like little saints. I don't know where they came from. Uh, but anyway, could put a quote, a little doodle. For example, today's, I put all my favorite things. So I was kind of planning out the podcast episode, but I really like it. I like having something that's more rigid on the left side and then something that's a little bit free on the right side. Very excited. I might buy another one of these journals as soon as I'm done with it. And those are my favorite things that I can think of. Let's see what you want to know. So first we're going to take a break from today's sponsor and then we will go to Instagram. Sea Hedge asked for my favorite season and why. I love summer because I'm happy. Most everyone else is happy. It's warm. There's some... Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically these ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the at Lexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code Lexi at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-E. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Something exciting about it because everyone's feeling a little bit more free. It's time to travel. 
it's just good juju in the air and I love it, you know? Like, love them all, but really think that I'm a summer girl. Lindsay Weber 212 asked for my favorite fruit and my favorite vegetable. My favorite vegetable right now is probably a green bean. Love a green bean. And my favorite fruit is a Honeycrisp apple. Oh, this is a great question. Lindsay Weber 212 also wants to know my favorite song for each season, which is an adaptation of the last question. Okay, let's see. I feel like end of summer, like August vibes, 13 Beaches, Lana Del Rey. Uh, winter, I'm feeling like some Bonnie Vare, some James Blake, something along the lines of that. Spring, 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 I'm feeling Faye Webster. Beginning of summer and end of summer have for sure different energies because I'm like, beginning of summer is dancey, it's exciting, whereas end of summer is like slow and sexy but still warm winter is also like suf john stevens Sue john how do you say it you if you know you know you know what i'm talking about maybe fall is sizza maybe it's channel orange frank ocean maybe that's fall there's so many options we're gonna stick with those for right now i know you said song and i gave you artists or albums but you know what i took my own twist on it Layla Hernandez asked for my favorite green flags. Um, when someone loves their family, such a good green flag. When they get excited thinking about their family, fantastic. When someone's smiley, just like a generally happy, happy kind of person, great green flag. Uh, someone who's quick to respond and also like quick to make a phone call or a FaceTime. Love that. Solid, efficient communication skills in terms of like getting in contact with each other. Someone who's been to therapy or is in therapy. Someone with a therapist. Great green flag. Ooh, someone who can like, who, <laughs> who knows things about, who has like common sense because I myself don't have common sense. Like if my sink was leaking, I would have no clue what to do. Um, someone who has more <laughs> life skills like that. Maddie Bollard asked for favorite non-traditional self-care. Great question. Need a second to think about it. Silence. Whenever I have nothing, like no phone near me, no background noise, I'm just in silence. And I could be writing, I could be sitting, I could be drawing, I could be... Oh, you know what another one is? Okay, so silence, but also singing. Whenever I'm singing, I know I'm in a good mood. And singing also makes me in a good mood. And I'm not a good singer, but I just really enjoy singing. I would love to take a singing lesson for the sake of people in my personal life who have to hear me sing all the time because I can hit four notes and beyond that, it's a train wreck. Layla Hernandez also asked for green flags for friendship. And I'm gonna go on a limb and say the exact same things. Claire and Basic asked for my fave dog breed. Ooh, okay, well, <laughs> my favorite dog ever is Bentley and she's a Maltese, which is those traditionally little yippy white dogs. But you know what? Bentley is the cutest, sweetest, best thing to ever happen to this world. So I would have to say her first. 
But then also my friend Kaylee has a Vishla and oh my god, I think Vishlas are a beautiful dog breed. Love that. Um, Dobermans, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Jennifer, you asked for my favorite body part. Oh, good question. I like my nose. I like my eyes. I like my wrists. I love my boobs. <laughs> I love my teeth, courtesy of Invisalign. Yeah. Feeling pretty good about my body lately. Maddie Ballard, did I answer something from her already? Why do I feel like I did? She's asked, she asked three great questions, so I want to get to them. Favorite nail color? Red. Consistently, if I had to pick one, red. I'm getting a pedicure today, absolutely getting red. I currently have my left hand purple and my right hand pink, and then my left foot pink and my right foot purple, and it's fun, but I'm bored of it. I'm so over it. Maddie Ballard also asked for my favorite type of character in a book. I love someone who's a genius. I love the brilliant one. And then Maddie Ballard also asked for my favorite non-alcoholic and alcoholic drink. Currently, when it comes to alcohol, I'll take two tequila shots. Puts me right where I need to be. But I love a shot because I don't have to sip on it. Sometimes sipping on alcohol is so annoying. Like if I'm at dinner having wine, that's one thing. But if I'm going out, I don't want to hold a drink. I don't like it. And then favorite non-alcoholic drink. I actually found a flavor of LaCroix that I like. I thought LaCroix was gross, still think most LaCroix is gross, but I tried the Lemoncello and I like it. Whoever said that the flavor of LaCroix is sparkling water with someone shouting the flavor from another room, like that's all it is. It's so subtle, but if you take the Lemoncello, which has a great like sweet aftertaste, the Lemoncello is kind of like a lemon cream soda vibe. And if you pour it over ice, add fresh lemon like a squeeze of fresh lemon and then maybe a little sweetener it's even better it's so good cassie frotten asked for the best sex advice what's your favorite sexy stuff right now the best sex advice is to enjoy it like to actually get into that moment and not be thinking about anything else also just like closing your eyes and feeling the sensations I feel like it, it's, it doesn't need to be crazy, call her daddy style advice, but simply just like letting yourself go into that moment. And I feel like sex is so good. Jessie Nice asked for my favorite guilty pleasure. I mean, drinking these Starbucks, having 19 cold brews with sweet cold, cold foam. That's humiliating to me, but I've told everyone and their mother about it. So can't be that humiliated, but it's definitely... Like, me waking up saying, like, time to get my Starbies is embarrassing. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Jay Mel asked for my favorite emotion. This is so funny because Claudia and I would have this conversation a lot because there was this thing that we heard somewhere where you should track your emotions or think of your favorite emotions and then try to feel them more often. And I remember that hers was being nervous and it's such a good feeling, like when you're actually nervous about something, in a way, like healthy nerves, healthy nerves. Like when you're doing something that's a little outside your comfort zone and trying to incorporate that more. I love to feel giggly. I love when I'm just feeling stupid, you know? And then second to that, I love feeling focused. Third favorite is free. I love to feel free. Young Spice asked for my favorite catchphrase. Hey, King. Calling everybody King. Absolutely. JML also asked for my favorite weed strain. Don't have one. Don't like weed right now. 
Lise Lottie Mellenberg asked for my favorite recipe at the moment. Cutting up a tomato, cutting up mozzarella, cutting up, you wouldn't cut up basil, but you would just put the basil leaf, you know, in that order, tomato, mozzarella, basil, tomato, mozzarella, basil. Um, no, you would do mozzarella, tomato, basil, mozzarella, tomato, basil, and then pour olive oil and balsamic and salt and pepper. It's that easy. Someone else asked for like a favorite quick meal. That would be it. Taylor Hender asked for my go-to oat milk brand. If you haven't had minor figures, you should. I don't really like oat milk, but maybe I'll try minor figures because I'm always down to try something. Taylor Hender also asked for top five favorite hobbies this summer. Nothing can be monetized. Great question. I'm going to go into Drew, Emily's, and my shared August theme note. My favorite hobbies, I'm loving an evening walk. I love my little beechwood walks. Told you Malibu, so those are two. Frolicking kind of goes hand in hand. I love like being outside in a cute little outfit. I love wearing sneakers and a dress and going out into the woods. Love a pool, anything swimming. Swimming in the ocean, swimming in a pool, that's four. And then handwriting. I love writing on paper right now. I'm back in it, full force, loving my journal, and then maybe six music, but already kind of touched on that. Lee Slotty Muhlenberg also asked, sandals yay or nay? Yay, 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 yay. Big yes, big yes. Ella Chuang asked, what's your favorite thing to do to channel your divine feminine energy? Okay, two things. One, hanging out in a group of only females. There's something so special about that when it's just you and the girls only. And vice versa, being the only woman in a group of men. Katya McMillan asked for my favorite skincare. I use the Fresh Soy Cleanser, and I use that as a makeup remover and a cleanser. And then I have the, the Fresh um, Calming Mask that I use as a moisturizer. One of my skincare tips is I just always have a moisturized face. I put on moisturizer twice a day at least. And I always put it on with a heavy hand. I really think the key to me having such soft, supple skin is the amount of moisturizer that I use. And then I also have this Lancome serum. It's kind of pricey. Let me go grab it. It's the Lancome Advanced Genifique Concentrate. It's a youth activating concentrate. I'll be honest, they sent it to me and I love it. And I'm considering purchasing one after this. So that's my skincare. And then in terms of the day, I use sunscreen on my body and I will even use sunscreen at night as a way to get an extra glow. I love like spraying it on my legs and my arms and my chest because it gives you kind of a shine. And then Supergoop also has their glow screen and I have the body and the face one. And that is one of my favorite tricks for going out. I'll always just have glowy skin and it makes me feel so good and makes my skin look so good. Best Leah asked for spots to hang out alone in New York. I think New York's a great place to be alone because so many people are doing things solo that you don't think twice about it. Whereas not to compare Los Angeles to New York, but to compare Los Angeles to New York, people run in circles here as opposed to running more individually. And I've never hesitated to do anything alone in New York. Love going to any park, sitting on any park bench, going on a walk, love window shopping, like finding a little shopping area, like 
Greenpoint. I would go to Tired Thrift and Mirth and Awoke Vintage. I love doing that. And then maybe walk through McCarran Park. Um, same thing in Soho. Or I would run or take a walk down Eastern Parkway past the Brooklyn Museum. And then walk into or like walk around Grand Army Plaza and then go into Prospect Park. And I really like that. Also loved walking around Park Slope. Really good. Those are my faves. Jemgis asked for my favorite holiday memory from last year. So my best friends, actually, no, 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 we'll go with this one. Okay, so two of my best friends, Emily and Helen Ann, and I drove down to Virginia from New York for Memorial Day weekend, and we had such a fun time. I threw a Memorial Day party at my dad's house. We arrived what like on a Friday night and it was raining and we met up with some of my high school friends and we went uh to a racetrack and we did race cars and then we went to an arcade and had drinks and that was really fun and then the next night we played cheers to the governor with Helen Ann's family and we're just cracking up the whole time it was so good and went out to um this bar on main street and ran into someone that recognized me from school he was like in a grade younger and he plays in a band and his band was performing at another bar in the town we went to go see his performance and we became his biggest fan and had so much fun at the night out and then threw a party that monday and the whole thing was just wild and silly and sweet and wholesome and reckless all at the same time and that was such a good holiday weekend. Jemgis also asked for my favorite fragrance types. I have gone back to my roots loving vanilla. I recently got a vanilla oil, body oil to put on and I've been loving it and for such a long time I wanted to smell clean and smell fresh or smell smoky and like more sultry and Whenever I was out and I smelled this vanilla oil, I was like, oh, but this is really what I want to smell like. I want to smell sweet. And I've been loving it. So back to, back to that. That's my fave right now. Someone else asked my favorite feeling. That's such a good question. Liz Ornella's asked favorite thing to do to unwind. Um, if it involves just like staying in the house, I love FaceTiming a friend and kind of picking up my room. It's kind of low-key, but... It, it helps me kind of get myself ready for bed. I also am someone who likes to take showers in the evening and that's a great way to unwind, to like truly wash off the day, physically as well as energetically, and then put on some comfy clothes. Felicia M. Perez asked for my favorite gifts to give and my favorite gifts to receive. My favorite gifts to give are something that shows the person that I was actually listening, you know? Something that is very specific to them is my favorite thing to do. And I also like giving a gift when there's no reason to give a gift. I kind of hate milestones <laughs> um, because it feels like there's an obligation to give love to someone or to give appreciation or thanks. I mean, <laughs> such a weird thing to complain about. Tyra and I kind of touched on it. Um, like when someone's getting engaged or graduating college or having a birthday, there's this obligation to tell them that you love them, but it's so nice and so much better to just tell them on a random day, in my humble opinion. But my favorite gift to give is probably my favorite gift to receive. I love when something's like 
specific to me and shows that someone else has been listening. It doesn't need to be expensive. Also, anything handmade, TBH, like handwritten letter, drawing, something someone sewed, like that's the best. Not that I would ever, you know, deny something luxurious and expensive, but it's not, you know, I would never expect that of anyone. Cholera Sierra asked if I have a favorite freckle. I do. I have a little freckle that kind of looks like a mole right above my lip. It's kind of like to the left of my mouth. And when I smile, it's kind of hidden. So sometimes I forget that I even have it. But if I'm ever like pouting or like making like a kissy face, I'll see it. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute that I got one of those. That's so lucky. I love it. Nikki X33 asked for my favorite book that I read this year, Middlesex. It's by Jeffrey Eugenes, I think, if I remember correctly. Middlesex was so good, and when I started reading it, because it's a thick book, I was not convinced that I was going to like it, and I was not convinced that I was going to finish it. Uh, Middlesex is a story of um, someone finding out that they're intersex, but identified as a girl growing up and didn't find out till much later in life that they were genetically a male. The story is told in generations, so it begins in like this tiny, teeny tiny town in where was it? Was it Greece, I believe? And the story of a brother and sister who immigrate to America and try to find their way in, I believe, Detroit. And then them having children and their children having children and the main character, our narrator, is the grandchild. But you hear the stories and like the, the early story of the grandparents. I was reading it and I was like, I don't know if I care about this. But I did. And finishing the book just felt like I had gone through such an intimate journey. And I loved it. I loved it. And it was a challenge. And I love a challenge. Nikki X33 as for my favorite memory that I have from high school. That's such a good question, I have no idea. I have no idea. Because there were so many aspects. I really had a very vibrant high school experience and I don't have any specific memories coming to the top of my head. It's interesting because when I was in high school, I kept a lot of my life off the internet. Like there's so many stories because they weren't appropriate. Social media was still kind of new at that point. And we were all just trying to protect our asses and not be saying things that we shouldn't be saying. Now it's been so long that I want to dive into some of my favorite high school memories. And I might just make an episode about that. That could be a good episode. That could be a good episode. I also want to have an episode with Emily on it. Emily June, which a lot of you guys know from the vlog. Also, I want to take this moment while we're on it to say thank you so much for all the positive feedback and all the kind words that you said to Tyra in the last episode. And for the feedback on the video podcast, last week, I not only posted an audio recording of the podcast, but there was a visual element as well that I posted on my YouTube channel. So I had one of my friends come on the podcast with me and we gave friendship advice. We talked about how to make friends as an adult, how to um, end friendships and all things like that. Also, we're, we've both been single for a while and we discussed that and it was really nice to film. However, I don't think the audio turned out that great. I think the video is the best way to watch and listen to that episode because I recorded it on a camera instead of with a microphone. 
So I would like to do, I have to do a little bit of work this week trying to find equipment to make this podcast sound more clear. And I want to have Emily on, but I want to figure out a way that I can have a video element as well as clear audio next time I have a guest. And that's why there's no video element to this episode because I know the system that I have works. So let's not break it until I figure out what to do next. But I do want to say thank you for all of that. But I do think a high school memory episode could be good. Like all things, you know, something like more academia related. I don't know. There's so many good memories from high school. Yeah, I'll have to give it some thought. Sorry to leave you with nothing, but... I don't want to drop any hints and then, well, I don't know, maybe like my last day of senior year when we played a ton of senior pranks our last day, like we blocked out the parking lot, we tied strings throughout the hallways so people couldn't get through places, we like pulled people in canoes throughout the gymnasium, we had a water balloon fight at lunch... Oh, it was so fun. And I actually have a vlog of it somewhere, which I'm so happy for myself for doing that because that's a fun vlog to look back on. It's like last day of school forever. And it's so cute because I also interviewed people in my homeroom class. And I was like, where are you going? Like, what are you thinking next? And ah, I don't know, adorable. Loved going to school in Virginia. Catalina High School class of 2014. Raleigh asked for a feel good quote. Let it go, let it go. Sorry, you walked into that one. You didn't know it, but you did. I love talking about my favorite things. What a positive place to be. It's like put me in such a good headspace. I was in a good headspace this morning, but now I'm, you know, still there feeling great. And I think that we'll wrap up this episode here. If you enjoyed it, give it five stars on the podcast app and um, leave it a review if you want. I'm going to do this again. I definitely want to make these more regularly. I hope you enjoyed them. I would like to maybe make a video version of this because talking about all my favorite things to wear, I would like to hold them up. So maybe I'll have to make a YouTube video. I do need to come up with a YouTube video for this week. So that could maybe be it. My YouTube channel is Lexi Lombard. I'm also on TikTok, Lexi Lombard Forever um, with the number four. And then I'm at Lexi on Instagram and Twitter. I love you all so much. Can't wait to talk soon. And I hope you have the greatest week ever. And that's all there is to it. Talk to you soon. XOXO, Lexi.